It's time to get up, get motivated, and start making moves for yourself instead of working to make someone else rich. These are genuine experiences and the stories of real entrepreneurs that made the ultimate decision to live for themselves in order to achieve unbelievable results. You're listening to The Time Is Now, making your business personal. Now here's your host, Kent Clothier. Hey everybody, Kent Clothier here. Welcome to The Time Is Now podcast, where we are here to help you to wake up and figure out what the next big opportunity is out there for you and make the most out of life. So glad you joined us here. Thanks for tuning in. You know, I was looking today and looking at our our private Facebook group with our Real Estate Worldwide users, and there's a lot of people talking about a variety of things, but a couple issues that I saw in there that I thought I would maybe touch on today and that you guys might find interesting is how do you find the next big opportunity, right? So here's what, what I found interesting. People are on there having a conversation about people that have a tendency to from appearances standpoint, always look like they're in the right place at the right time, right? We all we've all seen these people that man just one deal after another, or market after market, or opportunity after opportunity, company after company. These guys and girls just turn, you know, just turn things to gold, and it seems like they've just got the Midas touch over and over and over. And and so the question on there was, you know, what are those people doing so different from everybody else? And I thought I was fascinated by it fascinated by the question. I thought it was really insightful. And then when you start looking at some of the answers on there, some of them were brilliant and some of them were not so brilliant. I thought I would give you my spin on this and kind of what I think about this. And I think that that largely what happens, or at least where I see it, is, is people that are kind of in the right place at the right time per se, right? Quote unquote, or that kind of do that. They turn opportunities into gold over and over and over again. What they know is that all the money is in being a little contrarian. All the money is and all the opportunity is solving problems and stepping up to the plate, taking the risk. They know that most people, largely 99% of the people, will just walk away, that they'll just figure out that it's too hard or they will lose interest or they will not, it's not something that they're truly passionate about. So they, you know, they won't do the deep dive or they will largely fall in line with just the same kind of trivial answers that everybody else has used. There are a million, I mean, maybe even a hundred million businesses out there around the world that are what I call me too businesses. I mean, how many people at this point are selling stuff on Amazon? How many people are selling stuff on eBay? How many people are selling stuff on Craigslist? I mean, and not that there's anything wrong with any of that, by the way. I think those are all great little biz op opportunities. I think they're great little home-based businesses. And then there's some that are very large businesses. But my point is, is though that there's a lot of those businesses when they get into that, that area that, that kind of fall into that, what I call me too businesses. I'm not really doing anything creative. I'm not really doing anything that's changing the world, lighting the world on fire, anything doing like that. I'm just basically, there's a business model where I can buy it over here and I sell it over there and that's what I'm doing. And those businesses are are very, very valuable. They are very profitable. But I think the people that have a tendency to, to, again, outside looking in, have that Midas touch are people that are looking for the problem and they're solving it. And when they solve it, that in and of itself creates another opportunity. And so if you really look at it, I got, I have a, I have a friend, a guy by the name of Vinny Fisher, who went out and he uh, started a business called Fully Accountable. I was just fascinated as I watched this from the sidelines. We were one of his first customers and, and grateful to be, quite frankly. But he started what I would call, and when it started in its incarnation, it was a virtual CFO. It was 
somebody it was an insurance policy. It was somebody that that can look over your shoulder as a as a small business owner, you know, somebody doing under ten million dollars, and you didn't really want to bring on a full time CFO. You could have somebody in your corner that truly played that role. And I'm not talking about an accountant, and I'm not talking about a bookkeeper. I'm talking about somebody that truly understood being a CFO from a financing perspective, from an accounting perspective, you know, from a tax perspective, from a strategic perspective that they could really play an intricate role in helping you to grow your business. But they would do it virtually and they would do it in a almost a part-time kind of way. And when he brought the idea up, I thought it was a great idea. How the hell are you going to execute on it? Man? I mean, you, in order for somebody to be really effective at this, they're going to have to get into your business. And for the kind of money that you're wanting to charge your clients, which is, for somebody to do that, it doesn't seem like you could make any money at it. Well, you know, you fast forward and the guy's got a great business. He's doing very well with it got raving fans all over the all over the country including us and I look at it and it's a perfect example of what I'm this is just one business that this guy has started in his in his lifetime right and in fact I'll have him on here and, and do an interview with him in some of the upcoming episodes but the guy is continually just solving problems. He's a lawyer by trade. He has owned one of the largest CPA networks out there. He had a big, massive web hosting company that he sold. I mean, he he's just a he's just one of those guys. Exactly the kind of guy I'm talking about here. And every time I know what he would tell you, but he's here. He's like he looks and he solves the problem. He sees the void and he goes after it and he addresses the problem. When in addressing the problem and creating the solution, he creates the opportunity. And so I would tell you, ask yourself, what's the big problem that you're solving? Hey, this is Kent, and thanks for listening to the show. Listen, if you're an experienced real estate investor and you're just looking for a way to make the business easier, you're in the right place. This is exactly what we are known for. Do yourself a favor. Go check us out at thetimeisnow.com. Right there on the page, you'll see an offer to get access to a special offer that we're running right now for monthly access to our SMART system. SMART system stands for Strategic Marketing and Real Estate Training. It is an opportunity to get our best-selling software at a huge, huge discount just for being a listener. Now, when you get in there, we'll give you access to cash buyers, nationwide access to a list of cash buyers, nationwide access to all of the deals uh, throughout the country, vacant properties, properties that have a, a ton of equity in them, properties that are, are deeply discounted and easy to flip, as well as nationwide access to our private lender database. Again, do yourself a favor, get signed up for that low, low monthly discounted offer over at thetimeisnow.com. And you don't have to look far. You know, you can look right inside of your own business right now. We've done this continually inside of our own business. I never once looked to get into the real estate technology or real estate training game at all. You know, we have a company now that does millions and millions of dollars in this business or in this arena, but we have never actually set out to do that when we started. What we did was we were inside of our own investing business and we had a problem. I can tell you exactly how this started, right? We had the biggest problem that we had is initially was that we couldn't get our phones to ring. We're trying to, I was down in South Florida at the time trying to buy and sell houses. This is in 2005 and trying to get somebody to call me versus calling somebody else when thousands, if not tens of thousands of people are competing over the, the same little market was really, really challenging. And so I came up with this idea and started a brand called 1-800-SELL-NOW. And it kind of made me stand out and made me a little different than my competition, made me a little bit more memorable. I was a little contrarian. Everybody was doing it one way. I kind of decided to do put my own spin on it and do something different with it. Just a slight variation. And it blew up. And then quickly, I realized, wait a minute, I'm really only using this phone number for one market. I could allow other people 
to use this in every market in the United States. I mean, last time I checked, there's, you know, 3,200 at this point counties in the United States. Even more than that, if you start breaking up some of the bigger counties, right? And so we broke this up into 4,000 separate territories all over the country and allowed investors all over the country to use our 1-800 number. And it turned into a massive business, solved one problem and turned it into a a real opportunity. Fast forward a few years later, we did it with our Fine Cash Buyers Now software, right? So fast forward, 2008, 2009, the market is completely melting down. More and more people are not able to get loans from the bank to do investment real estate. And we had a choice. We could go out of business or we could stay in business. And we decided to stay in business, but stay in business by doing something a little contrarian. And that was, we had to go find people that had money because if the banks aren't gonna loan money, then our choices are really simple. Either you go find people that have money and that don't need banks, or you go out of business. And so we've created a piece of software that would go and find all of the cash buyers in any market in the United States for us. Now, everybody was looking at us like they were, you know, how are you going to do something like that? And ironically, the, the solution was pretty easy. You know, every real estate transaction is publicly recorded. And so when that record is recorded, we knew or we felt like that we could go and find information that would kind of lead us down this path to figuring out who was buying and whether they were using a bank or not. And if they weren't using a bank, then we could naturally assume that they were cash buyers. That led us down this path of creating this piece of software, solved a big problem in our business. Suddenly, we had all kinds of people around the country that wanted. Now, fast forward here many, many years later, we have 25,000 people that use that software at this point. It is a massive, massive hit. That's what I'm talking about. So I would tell you, the people that always seem to have that touch are people that find themselves, and again, in my opinion, routinely solving problems. Look in your business today. Look at your life today. Is there some problem that you could be solving? Is there some little solution? Is there some little piece of technology? Is there some little inefficiency that you can address that in your business? Is there some little inefficiency in your market? You know, I'll take it. I'll give you another example of this. Great, great example of this. When I was in the, in the grocery industry, you know, talk about an inefficient market. In the grocery industry today, every single item in a grocery store, and let's just say there's forty to 50,000 items in the average grocery store, largely the items that are not, you know, that are not on the perimeter. I'm not talking about the produce. I'm not talking about the meat. I'm not talking about the milk and dairy and all that. I'm just talking about the stuff that's in the center of that store. Those items are sold at very various prices all over the world. Meaning the exact same item that you are sitting there today, you know, if you go to the grocery store today and you go pick up a jar of peanut butter, that product, that store could have paid, you know, a dollar for that jar and they sold it to you for, for a dollar fifty. The exact same jar of Peter Pan peanut butter in New York City, that retailer could have paid two dollars for it and they're charging their customers two dollars and fifty cents. The discrepancies are are wild. I mean they're just crazy how how the pricing is so different for the exact same item. There's no difference. And so we stepped into a market like that and said, wow, this, let's just solve this problem. You know, these people up here in New York are paying $2. These people over here are paying a dollar. What if we buy it in San Diego for a buck, mark it up 50 cents per jar and cart it all the way up to New York City and sell it to them for a buck 50. They're used to paying $2. So they're going to feel like they, they're getting a smoking hot deal and we can make all the money on the spread. Inefficient market. We addressed it. That little business turned into a $5 billion a year industry, you know, turned into an almost $2 billion a year company that we were running down there in Boca Raton, Florida. You just have to be contrarian. You have to look at the situation and challenge yourself to look at the situation differently than your competition is currently looking at it. If, if everybody's running one way, 
You need to be looking on how to go the other direction. How can I, how can I get the market to come to me? How can I pull this in my direction? How can I solve this problem? How can I address this inefficiency? How can I fill this void? How can I feel, you know, fill this, this, uh, vacuum of inefficiency. What can I do to address it? And when you do those types of things, I can tell you largely that is where all the magic happens, baby. When you are able to address an inefficient market and you are able to address a problem, there is a massive, massive upside profit opportunity for you. So think about that, right? Think about what's going on in your market today, where, whatever you're doing, whatever, or, or whatever you hope to do. What's the little thing that, that bugs you? What's the little thing that you find yourself wasting time doing? What's the thing you hate the most? What are the, what's the thing on your wish list that you say, man, this would be so much easier if I, if I could just do that. And then how do you solve that problem? Because if you get passionate about solving problems, then you will find that the world will come to your doorstep sooner rather than later. Hey, again, thanks for tuning in to the Time Is Now podcast. We're glad you're here. Really enjoy seeing all your comments, your reviews, your ratings, and all the emails and on posts on our blogs. It means a lot to me. Uh, keep, all the, keep it all coming, and uh, we'll get each and every one of your topics addressed in an upcoming episode. So don't be bashful. Let us know what you want to hear about. Take care, and we'll see you on the next episode. You've reached the end of this episode, but there's plenty more for you over at thetimeisnow.com where you can sign up for our free mailing list to help you make the next big shift in your career. As always, we'll see you next time on the Time Is Now podcast, where your business is personal.